We have the new iPhone 11, so we'll talk about our experiences and impressions, plus your hot takes. That and more are all in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola, here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Leif Johnson. Hiya. Yeah, the iPhone 11, 11 Pro, 11 Pro Max started shipping on Friday. The media had early access to some of the phones. We even got yeah. them like, when would we get them? On Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jason posted his review of the 11 Pro today. Mm-hmm. Uh, check that out when you have a chance. After the podcast, <laughs> check it out. But yeah, we're, gonna, we're just going to spend the show talking about our impressions of the phone. Leif has a iPhone 11 Pro. Oh. You, you've tested both the Pro and the Max. Yeah. My oh, daily driver is a Pro Max, the Max, though. Yeah. yeah. Your daily driver is the Max. I d- am doing a review of the 11, the 699 11. That's yeah. probably going to post tomorrow. But my daily driver is going to be the Pro Max. So I've been kind of – I've been spending most of my time with the regular 11, though I've also – been using the Pro Max because that's being I don't as you notice I don't have the phones with me because our video our video producer is using yeah. them now to shoot B-roll so I've been using both phones mostly the 11 for the past week or so. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the 11 I guess since that's the let's start at the bottom of the stack there. Uh I I mean this so this is the successor to the 10R and outwardly basically the 10R mm-hmm. but with all the new guts of all the new yes. 11 guts uh, and they added that ultra wide camera on the back yes. which is the interesting right. one to me right like do you did you find you since you used the pro max as well and you've got the pro do you find yourself using the telephoto more or the wide more wide definitely me it's Life wide, wide. Mm-hmm. i've been using i use the i mean by wide i mean the ultra wide yeah. you know the super mm-hmm. wide i've been using the ultra wide more but i found in my I guess my habits of shooting photography, yeah. I use the telephoto more because I use I like to use the zoom. Mm-hmm. And I guess I don't like to I try to not maneuver myself in I, I try not to be intrusive when I'm when I'm taking okay. a picture of, of like a situation. So I yeah. rely on I, I I didn't realize this, but I rely on the zoom a lot. So I relied on that telephoto hmm. a lot. I found myself using the ultra wide more than the zoom yeah because basically for the same reason just to not position reposition myself yeah. but more often i'm trying to get more in the shot right. mm-hmm. you know yeah, so yeah. That's, that's always been my issue too yeah. yeah the thing i found in my experience is besides the telephoto that iphone 11 i love that phone yeah it, it, you don't feel like you're missing anything. no i don't I feel can, like i'm missing anything at all and I, the other i don't know if you guys had this impression but my impression is while a lot of it feels very much like the 10s mm-hmm. yeah to me the speed improvement is very tangible perceptible hmm. to me okay. I, it, it feels much more snappier to me just it's just, just more runs, immediate yeah yeah to me the the uh, both the iPhone 11 and the uh, pro Max that I've been using yeah feels a lot faster to me I didn't notice a I huge really difference notice. between yeah. that and my my old 10s max yeah uh, when running iOS 13, like I uh, definitely there was a some things got a lot snappier in iOS 13. Just uh-huh. just things loading a little quicker, things sheets popping up faster, stuff like that. Just yeah. that that sort of immediacy got better in iOS 13. Mm-hmm. 
outside of that, I don't really notice a huge difference between the two. That's a good point. Yeah. I wonder if we're just more used to iOS 13. Yeah, you didn't use it every true. day. Maybe I wasn't, that is true. <laughs> maybe, I wasn't using, maybe it is an iOS. Maybe it's reliant upon iOS. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. You guys have been using, you guys were using the beta of iOS 13. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is more of a software issue than a hardware issue. Because, yeah. yeah, the benchmarks that we did show what marginal. I mean, it's it's definitely faster. It's a good. Overall, fifteen to twenty percent faster, yeah. which is a really good year-on-year right. jump. And right. some of some of the GPU tests, some of the, the graphics GPU tests, test, yeah, some of the graphics tests were almost fifty percent faster. Yeah, like a couple. You know, that I don't think impressive. you're going to see that in everything, but I mean, even in like a three D Mark Firestrike right. Stream benchmark, to go fifty percent faster is yeah. a lot. The Android phones were ahead on some of those tests, and this takes them right back up there to the. Really close, but better than most Android phones all the time, yeah. you know? So, you know, if Apple's saying it's the fastest smartphone chip, they they have a lot of grounds to back that up on. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard to find tests where Android Android chips are... Chips in Android phones <laughs> are faster than yeah. iPhones. Yeah, and you, you miss that OLED screen. That's I mean, that's what you're paying $300 more for, the OLED screen, or $400 if you get the big one, the OLED screen and the telephoto. Right. Yeah. You said you missed the telephoto. I don't miss that o, the OLED screen much on the, the 10R last yeah. year or the 11 this year. I think it's a really good LCD. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. I'm not sitting there watching, like, HDR movies for two hours on yeah. my little phone to the degree where I'm really going to notice that difference. Yeah, the... I really think when it comes to like, there's a certain point where it is very much, they both look good and then it becomes a matter, I don't want to say taste, Uh but it's more like tolerance, Uh more like tolerance. I purposely, when I got the iPhone 11, did not sit there and hold the other phones next to it. Mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of acclimate myself to the Mm -hmm. LED before doing that. And it looks really good to me. Yeah. You know, I didn't have any complaints at all. And I didn't even notice that the bezels were thicker on the iPhone 11 until right. it was until I actually went back and read Mike Simon's iPhone Yeah, it's not so review. much. It's not so much Yeah, bigger. and I went, oh, right, the bezels are bigger. And, and I kind of looked and went, yeah, yeah they're bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when I finally did hold the phones together, you notice it, mm-hmm. but I didn't Right, the go, blacks are definitely blacker yeah. on the OLED. But, you know, the resolution difference isn't that big because OLEDs are this five-point pentile arrangement. And the RGB stripes of an LCD make for better subpixel rendering. So when you're looking at text and everything, you can't compare resolutions the same way. Right, right. And actually, the LCDs really kind of benefit from that. They They look sharper. It's not the kind of thing where I'm like, that's worth $300 (laughs) for sure. I said in my review that the low-end phone is the iPhone 11. Mm-hmm. So when yes. when you say iPhone 11, I don't know if Apple wants you to think of that phone. Mm-hmm. But you end up, or at least in my head, that's the phone I think of. Because mm-hmm. the pros are higher-level phones. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if you know if that was kind of a conscious thing that they did. I, I don't, you know, I, I don't It's got to be. I wish they had done it sooner. And mm-hmm. remember when we were doing the unboxing, there were already people confused yeah. by that. You know, yeah. Because they were yeah. using the yeah. 10R stuff. And yeah. The, yeah, because yeah. it's not the 11R. It's just the iPhone 11. It's brand, you know, it's yeah. the iPhone 11, so to speak. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they're 
and, and I said this in my review today, yeah. I'm glad that they're getting all the branding in order. Yeah. You got iPad and iPad Pro, Mac, Mac, iMac and iMac Pro, MacBook and MacBook Pro, iPhone and iPhone Pro makes sense. Yeah. I don't think that they justified the Pro iPhone being called Pro. I don't, I don't think there's enough difference to justify that name right. and that gap, but I'm glad that that's, I hope that's what they do going forward. I hope there's just iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 yeah. Pro. There's just more justification <laughs> for the Pro one being that much more expensive, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think it was a matter of they wanted to get their product nomenclature in line. Yeah. Maybe maybe the feature set isn't wasn't ready for it yet, but they t- they decided that was the better part priority yeah. than that. So it's so it's basically like the iPad now, and that that's mm. I like that. Except the iPad has a massive difference in performance that on true. that Pro. The that's Pro true. chip is way way faster. Yeah. It has a USB C port, which they could have done on this, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Yeah, uh, I don't think they could have made it faster. The thermal constraints of this size. They did what they could do. They would have to artificially slow down mm-hmm. the regular iPhone right. 11. I'm glad they didn't do that. But they didn't do that. They didn't have 5G. They don't have. There's things they could have done to say, no, that that's what makes this pro. What they say makes it pro is pro performance. Well, the performance is the same. Yeah. Pro camera. Well, the camera quality on the front and the back are all the same. It just yeah. has the telephoto. Right. I don't think that's the difference between pro and not pro. Yeah. And then uh, pro design. And I will give them credit that. First of all, I've this this awesome midnight green that everybody I show this to <laughs> loves this color. I don't know who hated this color, but every I'm I'm yeah. batting a thousand on the midnight green. Everybody likes it. Yeah. Um, but but the durability of the pro is is enhanced compared to what the eleven. The eleven's just like the ten R. They made this more durable. It's more drop and shock resistant. We yeah. didn't drop a bunch of phones. No. <laughs> but uh, there's a bunch of YouTubers who, like, that's their thing. Jerry yeah. Rig Everything and all these guys, they, like, beat up phones yeah. and test them. And they're all very impressed by how durable it is. That's a good yeah. – th- so I'll give them that. Is that. Does that make it pro and three or $400 more? Uh, yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> so – and then uh, what's the other pro – What was it? Camera design. Camera design. Performance. performance. There was a fourth one that – but that's also just kind of dubious. <laughs> like, right. You know, I, yeah, I just don't think it's the difference between – oh, display. Yeah. And it is yeah. It is basically – It is a better display. It's a better display than the regular 11. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the same display as the 10s. I looked at this. I really pixel mm-hmm. peeped this. They said it gets brighter. If you get out there in direct sunlight, like you're at the beach, yeah. and you have the 10s next to it, you can go like, oh, yeah, it is a little brighter. If you didn't have the 10S next to it, you would never notice. You would never mm-hmm. be like, oh, I can finally read this at the beach. Like, mm-hmm. it's so good now. It's it's not that different. I couldn't see it. I'm, like, watching HDR movies because they said that's that's where it really shines. It goes up to 1,200 nits. I'm watching Blade Runner 2049, which is, like, so HDR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at it, and I'm going, like, I which one is the <laughs> which one's the 11 again? I have to like look at the back right. to check. It's not that different. So, pro display, well, I mean it was an awesome display last year. It's an awesome display yeah. this year. It, is it pro? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not that big a deal. Yeah, so it ends up you end up having to ask yourself, is it worth $300 more, $300, $400 for, more for telephoto and the, a display over the regular I think iPhone, for most yeah. people no. For a lot of people no. It's if you're super serious about photography, mm-hmm. you want, of course, the the 
flexibility of having the three lenses, right. photography or video. Uh, so maybe that's really important to you. Maybe that is worth the extra money. I will say if this were not my job and I wanted to upgrade a phone, the camera is a, with that you know ultra wide is mm-hmm. enough of a uh, enough of a jump yeah. for me personally to want a new phone. So even though I know yeah. next year's phone would probably be a lot more awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of the unofficial family documentarian. So I, oh, yeah. you're, I, you're in charge of recording all the kids' activities and, and all that taking stuff. the pictures and stuff. So I okay. want more lenses, not, not yeah. because I'm a pro level photographer, but because I want to be able to have that flexibility when I'm taking the pictures. Like I said, I tried not to be intrusive because I mm-hmm. take, I, I kind of take that role seriously. Mm-hmm. So I don't want, I don't want my photo taking, my video shooting to influence what's going on around me. Yeah. So that's why I rely on the zoom. The video is great, by the way. Yeah. Like it is probably the best smartphone for video like yeah. the well we still have to let Adam really make on it but it's like <laughs> they do better processing now more often you get uh, the stabilization works at 4k 60 where it used to stop at 4k 30 right and the dynamic range enhancement but they also do this um, and I don't know if you tried this out the audio zoom feature which some Android phones have now where if you zoom in past 1x you know, if you zoom in past the wide angle lens it kind of focuses and it focuses on the audio of whatever you're pointing at and makes other audio fade back a little bit. That works really well. That's my uh, my neighbors had a pool party this weekend, and you could hear the pool sound, the little fountain thing in the pool, a lot. So, But when I zoom in and I could watch people talking, and you could just play it back and just hear the fountain just, like, fade way away, and people's voices were, pick up. And it's not glaringly unnatural, but it really does work. And I was really impressed by the audio quality in all the recordings. I well, think that's a big deal. I think we need to talk about a little bit about the night mode because that's, yeah. 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 That's... How many night mode pictures did you take? <laughs> I took a few dozen night phone. Yeah, night... It, it's impressive. It's, it's pretty cool. I, it looks cool. And then you also, like I uh, every night mode photo I took, I also just like turned it off by like sliding the slider yeah. down to zero yeah. and took one without it. I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> Like, you're like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. But then when you see what it would have looked like right. without night mode, you're like, wow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny taking photos of the city from my balcony. I haven't really seen much of a difference from my old phone. So I'd like to get out into a place, you know, like nature or something where it's mm-hmm. actually dark or something like that and then see it. Because most of what I've been doing has been fun stuff like, ooh, let's turn off all the lights in my kitchen <laughs> and see, ooh, look at that. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of the novelty of it. But I've yet to do anything really yeah. If it, you so haven't it's... tried a tripod yet, do that. Yeah. I have not. It's, and I've been it's, to, yeah. it's really, really cool what you yeah. get when you get like a 20 or 30 second exposure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also turn on the, your timer, turn mm-hmm. on the three or, three or 10 yeah. second timer, and then like just put it down on the ground, like facing up and yeah. get stars and stuff. Uh, yeah. Right? That's so I did cool. that. As long as you yeah. aren't touching it, it won't think yeah. that there, it's being held. So what happens is, for people who don't know, when you're in night mode, the cam, uh, camera automatically senses night mode should be enabled. And then it gives you a, I don't, is it a, more like a recommended exposure time? That, that's, yeah, but there's you like, can adjust, you can go manual and extend that time. It'll shoot between one and three seconds depending on how dark it is and how yeah. still you are. But you can, there's a slider where you can slide between anywhere from one to three or off. Right. 
as you want. Yeah, there were some instances where like I was framing a shot and it would all say like three seconds, but then I would go manual and it would extend it to five or six seconds. Oh, okay. So I would do that and and so and see how it worked out. It worked out great. The only issue was I got really nervous about holding the camera still for five seconds. Yeah. So I'm like, don't breathe. Though just like I got really into <laughs> my head about trying to keep that camera still. And he, it didn't matter. Even if I like shook a little bit, it figured out how to fix that somehow. Yeah, it's using it's the accelerometer. Really, it's really yeah. doing a good job. Yeah. I think it's the best night mode so far. We Pixel 4 is coming out real soon. But, right. But all the Android phones that have a night mode are really aggressive about turning night into day. And white balance correction, all those yellowish lights you get at night turn suddenly very blue and very bright, uh, and everything's over bright, and it, it doesn't look natural, mm-hmm. and they, they're either very noisy or they have such over-aggressive noise reduction that everything's super smooth, yeah. like weirdly smooth. And I think Apple's results are way more true to life yeah. and way more natural but st- and still very impressive. I mean, there's noise, but there's not noise like there right. would be without night mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I love that it's just automatic, that you don't have to go to a separate mode yes. and flip things yeah. and stuff. I just wish you could force it on if you wanted. That mm. button's right. there. I wish so you let could me, too. Yeah. Let me tap it like the flash. Let me just force it on if I want. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Michael Simon, our staff writer, he did a comparison of Android's night mode versus Apple's not night mode, and he found that the Apple version was just much, much better right now. Yeah. Um, Mike spends a lot of his time with Android phones as well as with Apple phones. He kind of splits his time with all the phones. It's not a cursory look. He's he's in depth with these. Give you an yeah, idea. So. He wears, wears both an Android Wear watch and an Apple watch on the same room. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, a lot of time. Yeah. So if he says that the Apple night mode's really good, I, you know, yeah. it's is better than the Android night mode. I, I, I you know, take he's got receipts. He's he had his pictures <laughs> that we could look yeah. at and and yeah. tell. Speaking but, of the of the camera. I love the changes to the camera interface. Like, I love that, like, mm-hmm. holding down the button is a video, not burst mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the little dial oh, for nice. zoom. I love that they hid the timer and all that stuff behind a little menu. That lets, That's a lot of room for future expansion without mucking it up. And all. I'm so mad that it's only on the 11. Yeah. That's totally artificial. There's no reason yeah. all that stuff can't be on other Because that's software or implementation. It's just, a, it's just it's design just doing stuff. A, yeah, it's yeah. just a, doing a handshake basically saying, oh, it's the iPhone 11, so I can do activate these features. Yeah, yeah so you can just – I'll have this interface. Just that interface stuff should, yeah. should be on every iPhone. The quality will be better on the 11, but right. just – yeah, so that's – that bothers me. Yeah, that's yeah, artificial sure. and it's dumb. And I I'm willing to bet that night mode is completely artificially – limited to the iPhone 11. There's no, I can't mm. think of a technical reason the 10s and 10R couldn't do that. Like knowing what camera hardware is in there and right. what camera hardware is in other Android phones and stuff they have that. The the processor, they Apple goes out there and says it's still faster than every Android phone, the <laughs> A12. So it's, they can't make that excuse that there's not enough processing power. I mean, I think they just wanted to make that a selling point of the 11 yeah. It totally could have made that at least last year's phones do night mode. Yeah. And, and that's that bugs me. As we all know, iPhone sales have been flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we might see more of this kind of thing happen with new phones where they restrict new, what seems like software-based features to the new releases. This yeah. could be a trend that we're seeing. Yeah. So, or not a trend, a, an actual practice. Yeah. That they're going to be doing that. from now on. I hate that so much. That's <laughs> yeah. 
that's unfortunate that they're I mean, doing that. The iPhone 11 is 50 bucks cheaper than the 10R was. They don't need to do this. Like people are gonna, anyone buying a new phone is gonna get the 11 anyway. Yeah, you're good. Just uh, yeah, so mad. Jason Dworkin on Facebook has a comment about Pro that we, the, the Pro idea that we kind of talked about. He said a real Pro feature would have been to include satellite phone capability. These phones are expensive, clunky, and niche, but mm. the ability to place a call from anywhere with your same device at a high price would sell and be legitimately pro. I don't think it's technically possible without making a gigantic phone. I think right. the wavelength of the satellite phone frequency stuff requires a pretty honking yeah. antenna. Yeah, so I, I think, think the hardware implementation just isn't there for Apple's Yeah, I, th- I, I just think that to make a sat phone in a smartphone's body, you would at least have to have like a snap-on antenna because sat phone wavelength stuff. I think I I don't think you can fit an antenna that would work with that in a smartphone body. We'll get there. That would be <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. But a few years off. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah. Well, or I don't think that's ever going to happen. Really? Not not a sat phone. It may, it may be something where let's put it this way. I think cellular connectivity will link at the globe sooner than we get something like inter- like inter- satellite internet or something in our phones. Well, that's the thing. I don't know if I would think of satellite connectivity as a pro feature because, for, like, I have mm-hmm. T-Mobile. Yeah. And T-Mobile allows for international roaming. Yeah. So if, like, when I recently went to uh, – well, not recently. When I went to Paris, I didn't have to use the local uh, – Yeah. So a local provider, I could continue using T-Mobile, which isn't wasn't really using T-Mobile. They automatically did the switch for me. Sure, yeah. You so, get a nice text message. Saying, yeah, yeah. I guess a lot of and I don't know if AT and T and Verizon do that. Well, and you can pay for roaming plans, and it'd be cheaper than satellite calls yeah. and stuff are. It's really satellite calls are really for people who do a lot of sailing. <laughs> yeah, sailing and stuff and a lot of wilderness exploration where they're just out of cellular reach. Right. And you need to make an actual phone call, not use the internet. You need to right. like talk to a human yeah. because there's an emergency yeah. or something like that or they need to reach you. Yeah. So that's I don't know that there's a lot of people to right. justify that being a thing they build into every phone. Yeah. Um, I think more useful would have been to put USB-C on there like they did the iPad Pro or the ProMotion display. Give us yeah. that. There are now – there's a – the new second-gen Razer phone has a 120 hertz adaptive sync OLED. There Ooh. are there are OLEDs that will do it now. Maybe they're yeah. not good enough for Apple. Maybe they're not made in large enough quantities for Apple. I don't know what the reason is, but because that would Apple's have – margin. That would have been Pro Yeah, for sure. Yeah. At Matthew JL seventy nine on Twitter says, "Why would you upgrade? No five G support. It's not future proof. True, it's true. I mean, five G is not important now. Yeah, but if you spend a thousand dollars plus on a phone, you probably expect to be using it for at least a couple of years. And yeah. in a couple of years, five G will be important. Yeah, in a couple of years. Yeah." But you'll have you should have this phone in a couple of years, or somebody you'll sell it down to somebody. A lot of people will have this phone in a couple. You know, they'll yeah, buy I mean, it and they'll keep it for two, maybe even three, four years. Yeah, it's just really hard for me to look at a thousand dollar and up phone today, late twenty nineteen, yeah. with no five G, and go like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> at Chris Conway zero nine on Twitter, 
we were talking about night mode and night mode's been on android for a while mm-hmm. it's finally on uh the iphone chris conway says people always make fun of how android seems to get certain features sooner and it's a valid statement but i'd rather wait and have it done better i'm happy with my iphone and those like that like android better i'm happy for you too mm-hmm. <laughs> that's classic apple isn't it yeah <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, even the iPhone grew out of handhelds. You know, it revolutionized and stuff. But there were already things like there, like the Palm and the, the BlackBerry and stuff. And yeah. yeah, Windows it, phones. Yeah. They weren't called Windows phones. They were called Windows mm-hmm. Mobile or something like that. And I, and I think that's a key point people forget, that even that grew out of existing technology. So. Yeah. That's, that is the thing. Touch ID, all these other things that Apple do does. Mm-hmm. I mean, Apple very often isn't the first, they're the first to get it right and to bring it to a hundred million people mm-hmm. yeah. all at once, you know, in one go. Well, the Mac was like that. It was like, let's take this concept that's really hard for other people to use and make it more mass Yeah, they didn't invent a mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No. Right? Yeah. <laughs> at Demon 2238 on uh, Periscope says, you probably need the two cameras for night mode. I was see I, I you, you probably you saw you saw you bite I wasn't sure it seems like there's extra the, the, the so night mode only uses the camera that you're shooting with uh, mm. and it works on the wide in telephoto on the pro just the wide doesn't work on the ultra wide doesn't work on the ultra wide. okay yeah. right and it only and so that's that's how you know it's only using the one because on Good the point. regular iPhone 11 you have night mode yeah uh, and it's only on the wide angle not the ultra wide. Plus, all the Android phones are doing it with one lens. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, come on, I really want to. I, I really want to see more about this deep fusion thing. Yeah, can you explain what deep fusion is? So they, for they the just yeah. very briefly touched on this. Phil yes. Phil Schiller touched on this in, during the announcement that there's a software update coming this fall to all the iPhones mm-hmm. 11, not just the Pro, um, that will do pixel by pixel. Take a bunch of ex- short exposures before you even press the shutter. It's just always taking exposures. When you press the shutter, it takes a longer exposure, and it's going to pixel by pixel combine them with a bunch of, as to use his word, machine learning math science, and make a really, really detailed, color-accurate, low-noise picture. And we, they showed one example of a guy in a Cosby sweater, <laughs> like, lounging <laughs> on a couch, like, in this really colorful, detailed sweater with a lot of, like, fine detail. It's a really hard thing to do, but we don't know what the lighting conditions were and all this other stuff. So yeah. I just want to see more about this because you're getting an upgrade. I, uh, I talked to Apple about it. They won't tell me when it's coming out. They probably don't know. Just this fall. Right. Uh, and they said it's it's not like a mode. You don't like go to the deep fusion setting or something like that. It's just It just applies to images and makes them better. <laughs> you, know, you just – your images will just yeah. use this new method of – so combining is, shots and be better. How is Deep Fusion different from HDR? So the smart HDR that they have now still does – it takes a bunch of images, uh, underexposed images, a set of underexposed images. It takes a properly exposed image when you hit the shutter and then an overexposed image, a long exposed mm-hmm. image. And they use this thing called semantic rendering now where they are using AI to look at a photograph and, and say like, OK, that's the sky. We'll mask that yeah. off. That's hair, we'll mask that off. That's a face, we'll mask that off. And then it's just basically literally combining those mm-hmm. those exposures uh, based on what it is. So the 
the you get better contrast in the sky and more noise reduction. Yeah. Faces don't get quite so much uh, noise reduction and contrast because you want to see detail and things like you don't want to get rid of highlights on someone's right. face because that makes them look flat. Mm-hmm. But you do want to get rid of highlights elsewhere in the scene because it looks overexposed. So it just takes blocks of the scene, whole blocks of the scene, and just like – it's like when you if, – if anyone's done this in Photoshop, bracketing. Mm-hmm. Photographers know about bracketing. You just take overexposed and <laughs> underexposed things and you just combine yeah. them. So it's just doing that. That's not doing a crud of computation, a crap load of computation on every pixel yeah. to like – so that's why I want to learn more about this diffusion. Right. Like, what are you actually literally doing? Yeah. <laughs> like – and just show us more examples. Because yeah. as great as this camera is, and it's really, really great, you're just kind of getting a free camera upgrade this fall, and I want to know how big an upgrade that's yeah. going to be. So we talked a lot about the cameras. What else about – and we talked about the cameras. We mm-hmm. talked about performance. We've talked it's about fast, the display. Yeah. It's durable. We talked about the durability. The Pro's new color. That's the best thing <laughs> yeah, about the Pro. That's, that's nice. Midnight green So I, so good. I brought this up last week, and it got some flack for it, actually. Uh, <laughs> That I have a red-green color vision problem. And when All I went right. to Apple for the briefing, they we were talking, and they had the three phones <laughs> there. And I said, okay, I have a dumb question. What color is that? <laughs> and she said, that's space gray, and that one's the ever, new evergreen. and Midnight green, yeah. Or midnight green. And I, and I was like, yeah, they look the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was with somebody else in the briefing, another mem- member of the media, Jason Snell, who writes for us. Yeah. And he actually has the same issue wow. and he was like wait that looks the same to me too i thought that was the same color we were just kind of like heads exploded at the moment huh. it's true that if you have uh deuterochromia deuterochromia whatever it is yeah. the, the common red green color blindness that's way more prevalent in men if you have that certain shades of green you don't see the greenness of them yes and the yeah. shade of the shade of this green, the light and darkness of this green, is pretty equal to that that gray, yeah. that space gray. Yeah. So it's just going to look <laughs> gray to you. Yeah. So it just looked like it looked like gray. You're missing out on the best color. I know. And I had thought about buying the the green iPhone, but when you guys were like, "I'm going to buy a green iPhone," I was like, "Okay, I better get something else for photography reasons, you know, for practical." So I ended up getting the silver one, not because I wanted the silver one, but because yeah, when we're taking pictures, it helps to have. The contrast between the two is is completely obvious, so that's mm-hmm. why I picked a silver one. And the thing is, I like green. <laughs> green is like one of my favorite colors. It would have to be a much brighter green to be yeah. a, to make a difference you could see. Yeah, I, and like further toward the yellow side. Of the yeah, spectrum. yeah. So like, there's a green iPhone 11. I, I you know, it looks green to me. Yeah, so. that's <laughs> there, there's a way pastel kind of colors. All but it's iPhone more pastel. Yeah. yeah, it's mm-hmm. not. Not like this, so it's it's a weird kind of thing. So if you have a red green vision, you know you might want to look at the phones in person before you pick a color, yeah. or just get the space gray because its availability <laughs> is going to be way better. Yeah, They're going to be selling true. out of the That's midnight true. green. The, yeah, the midnight green sold sold quickly. Yeah. So. Alternatively, you could trust us and say it looks pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah, the people who can actually see color. <laughs> Straight at Straight Line Boy on Twitter says that he's still holding out to the dimin- diminishing hope of something smaller. Looks like another nope. year with an iPhone 8 yeah. for him. I think the 
iPhone 11 Pro, the 5.8-inch Pro, is as small as you're going to ever expect an iPhone to be for the foreseeable future. Yeah. As much as there all this talk about how in foreign markets they they really want a smaller phone, it doesn't seem like Apple's going to do that. They mostly want bigger phones. They just want cheap phones. They want cheap phones, right. And sometimes (laughs) cheap equals smaller sometimes. But if you look at the overall phone markets, what's selling like crazy – in places like China and India and stuff, these really, really big markets that are still growing very much, mm-hmm. the U.S. market's not growing that much. It's like it's saturated. Yeah. You're replacing phones. Where it's growing like that is people are buying inexpensive but large phones and sometimes much larger than the, these pros, <laughs> like 7-inch phones, 6.8-inch, <laughs> like these huge, huge phones, basically tablets. And these are you know often people without large hands. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, that's what they want. And – the market has spoken. I'm personally glad I downsized to uh, a regular pro this year because I've been using the maxes and the pluses for a while. My dad has been rocking an iPhone 6 Plus since it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were uh, – we have all this family sharing stuff. So I was saying some stuff about iOS 13 and he said, uh, I don't see any of this stuff. And then I realized, oh, he can't get it. <laughs> he has to have a 6s right mm. to get iOS 13. And he's like, "Oh, you're you're out. Yeah. You're out of the yeah. loop now." So he's like, "Okay, fine. I have to get a phone." And he went. He wanted to buy a cheap phone. I'm like, "Well, then you're just don't buy an old cheap phone. You'll be back in this boat again in two <laughs> yes, years. Right, right. Buy the best one because you want to hang on to it for five years." Yeah. So and he wanted a smaller phone. He's like, "I I like this phone, but I think I want to be back to a one hand phone." He went and tried him out, and he paid the extra. Over the price of the regular 11, uh-huh. which is 6.1 inches, to go down to 5.8 inches with the Pro, the not yeah. Max Pro. Yeah. And, he's, and he loves it. He thinks, mm. you know, that's kind of what he was looking for because now that there's no bezels in there, yes. it's a taller thing. The width isn't bad. Yeah. So if you kind of like the width of the old SE or something, you're, you're never going to get that small again. But I right. think you'd be okay with the yeah. regular – 5.8-inch yeah. Pro. I'll give you an idea. Last night at the gym, I was watching the Dark Crystal on the treadmill on my phone screen. So, you know, with the the, the thinner bezels and stuff, it's it's a lot more tolerable. That is another that. good HDR showcase. Yes. There's some moments in that that really. <laughs> in case people are wondering, the iPhone lineup now is the new iPhones, the iPhone 11 Pro, which is available in two different sizes. There's the iPhone 11 which is available on one size. Apple is still selling the iPhone XR, which is the same size as the iPhone 11. For 600 right? 599 It starts it's at? It's 599 yeah. yeah. Starts at 599 And Apple is still selling the iPhone 8, and that's available in two different sizes. Mm-hmm. The smallest size iPhone 8 is the cheapest iPhone for, for 449 Right. But it is not really smaller. I mean, price difference, of course. But it is not really smaller than the iPhone 11 Pro, the 5.8-inch, the smaller Pro. It, its screen physically, size is right. smaller, but the physical size, because thin bezels, taller, narrower screen, it's not easier to handle. Yeah. You have the, you still, the iPhone 8 is the last remaining right. iPhone I mean, with a hot button. two of them plus for the price of one iPhone 11 Pro, but yeah. Yeah. At OS10 user on Twitter says, why do people get hung up on the pro name? Don't they really understand why they chose the pro naming? 
Yeah, no, we we totally understand it. Yeah, it's it's we're it's. I, I, I'm I in favor of them having yeah. regular and pro. W- 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 while just, we were arguing the name, it's more about the price yeah. and what you get for the price. The yeah. pro implies a certain type of pricing, mm-hmm. which implies a certain feature set that you're getting. Yeah, and right now you just it doesn't feel like you get the value that you would do with a pro. On the on the on the iPhone, Pro. Yeah. yeah, all on all the other Pro somethings, whether it's yeah. the iPad Pro, MacBook, MacBook Pro, Pro, whatever, you get a much more powerful processor, like yeah. way more powerful, and you get a host of other things. You yeah. get ProMotion, you get HDR, you get uh, the, the Touch Bar, yeah. you get you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you get on top of that. On this, all the performance and everything is the same. The screen is better but not like oh my gosh you know it's, yeah. it's it's better you get that telephoto lens you know yeah you for, for a, a like 50 percent what you think they'll have a bigger jump next year between the regular and pro mm-hmm. i don't know but i would not be surprised if the pro is 5g and the regular wasn't that makes i sense. would even not be surprised if the pro was the a14 and the regular stays the a13 Ooh. I could see I, that because performance has not gotten at, so not at seven hundred dollars, but still, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be a hard pill to swallow if to swallow, that yeah. non-pro was an A thirteen, the twenty twenty non-pro was an A thirteen, yeah. but at six ninety nine, right. that would be yeah, because theoretically the iPhone eleven takes the iPhone ten R's place, yeah, and goes down in price, but with the same processor, yeah, yeah, so I we'll don't know. see, yeah. Yeah, it's it's tricky, you know. You know, there's improvements to the front camera stuff, but they both got that. It's just, I'm glad the regular iPhone 11 kind of still got all the good stuff. Like, that's good for consumers. That's good for everybody. It's just, you know, I just. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand Pro's the best one. I understand. Right. We understand what what Pro stands for. We just wish Pro meant more or had more value on the phone line because on every other product that product line that Apple has. There's a yeah. There's a big there's a bigger difference between pro and not pro. You get a fifty percent price gap, which you kind of see on the other lines too, but yeah. there's a bigger gap in features yeah. and performance yeah. than, yeah. Just, than there is here. Yeah, and maybe maybe in future phones Apple will yeah. widen that gap. Not that we wish they would widen you know. No. Yeah. So we'll see. Oh, you know the we didn't talk about it. The other thing I love about these phones I mean, performance, like you said, it's so fast now. God, who cares? Uh, the camera's great, but battery life. Mm-hmm. Man, the battery life is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, th- there's... I've been deliberately not charging because I'm one of those people who kind of like charges all day or leaves it plugged uh-huh. in. Uh, so I've been deliberately not doing it. And the battery life is just epic. It's there, just so good. There is, that's one distinction between the Pro and the non-Pro. Whereas, because they said that the 11... Gained an hour, whereas mm-hmm. the Pro gained what four or something like that. Four over the 10s, which was slower than the 10. I mean, slower, less battery life than the 10R. Mm-hmm. So it's not right. four over the regular 11. Mm-hmm. It's four over last year's big phone. Got it. So okay. that's that's why I was confused. It's still yeah, like it's it like an like hour. That. It's still it's better now though because last year the cheap phone was the best battery life, mm-hmm. and yeah. the expensive phones were less battery life. Now the expensive phones are like an hour more, an hour and a half more. That's good. They're all really great though. You yeah. know, I'm I'm getting on the 11 Pro easily eight hours of screen on time 
plus. And a lot of that's playing games, which just kills batteries. Yeah. And I'm not doing anything special. I'm not like super cranking down the brightness or anything like that. That's that's just a phenomenal. Yeah. Like that's you you have to really try to kill this thing in a day. You have yeah. to be working at it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a, I guess I pretty active Pokemon Go use player. Yeah, so I have my phone on all the time with Pokemon Go. It seems like because you know like when I, I play it when I'm on my commute to work and then yeah. When I walk my dog, so I kind of play it a lot, and so it it takes up a lot of battery. But yeah, I've been kind of amazed at how well my what kind of battery life I have at the end of the day. That is a that is a killer app for it because yes. that is yeah, it's hitting the CPU fairly hard. It's hitting the GPU a lot. There's three graphics, yeah. full screen all the time. Lots of brightness, especially if you're outside yeah. because it's out in the sun. Yeah. It's hitting GPS. It's hitting your cellular radio all the time. It's just doing. Everything's lit up all the time, yeah. so that really kills your battery. And yeah, yeah, you just run around all day playing Pokemon <laughs> Go. It's super great. Yeah. Uh, you guys got any more last things to add before? I... Well, I'll, I'll sum up my sort of review since yes. um, I reviewed the Pro. You reviewed the Eleven. Uh, I'll say it's in. It put me in a weird place because it's so clearly the best iPhone, mm-hmm. and. It, not only the best one ever, but the best one this year. It gives people what they ask for. What do people ask for? They want they want like an awesome camera. They want awesome battery life and lots of performance. Like it gives you those things. It just doesn't do anything really, really new. And it doesn't justify its big price gap over the 11. So that puts me in a really weird position where it's yeah. like, it's great. I love it. But also it's hard to recommend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because there's this rec- other phone. <laughs> there's this other phone that's also new that's so much cheaper that's just like 80% there. Yeah. Like it's just so close already. Yeah. I just – yeah. So it, it's a really weird year <laughs> to, yeah. to review yeah. the best phone that you kind of don't want to tell people to get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my review of the iPhone 11 will probably post tomorrow – what I'll say is, if it weren't for the fact that I do this for a living, mm-hmm. which makes me feel like I'm obligated to buy the best phone mm-hmm. because of the work I, that I do, that level fo- that phone or, or that level phone would probably be my phone that I would I would get, and I'd be very happy with it. Same, yeah. It's a really good phone. Yeah, it's, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay the three or four hundred dollars more. Yeah, for the pro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really good – although, I, like I said, I, I am the family documentarian, so there, I do feel like I should have more camera flexibility. Mm-hmm. But for the amount of money that you save, it's, it's, it's a really good value. Right? Yeah. It's a really good value. For it's $400, really dollars, you'll get a little closer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> $400, I can take a few steps closer. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so Jason's review is up now on our website – uh, look out for my review, uh, if not tomorrow, probably Friday, but uh, most likely tomorrow. Uh, if you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com. You can also contact us through Twitter or on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, through SoundCloud, or on Spotify. I'd like to thank Life Johnson. Thank you. Thanks to Jason. Thanks. And thanks to you, the audience, for tuning in. Thank you for your questions and comments. Uh, Join us next week as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you all next week.
always had an issue with my mouth, I guess, and talking. <laughs> that, I know that didn't sound right. <laughs> so, see, see what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. That's radio gold. 